All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Crossing Swords. As always, I'm Andrew. And I'm here to mix things up, to try things in a different way and realistically to rehash some old things and hope that you guys don't know the difference. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, we, we were just discussing before we came on, I pitched an idea for an episode uh, last night, that's how uh, as the ideas, man. Are. That's what you do. Yeah, that's um, what you do. It was just as I was going to sleep. In fact, I was like, "Fuck, I haven't actually thought of anything." Um, and I sort of packaged basically what we were doing at the beginning of the pod as something different. So it's resulted in me and Jake coming back. It's a kind of slicker, shinier, more structured version of what we were doing with, at the start. With better audio as well. Let's face it, we have upgraded our equipment since. And we the, look uh, better. Like I'm just saying always. it. You look I felt, mean, bro. I, you I feel look, like I'm. You look swell. Thank you. Thank you. And you look magnificent. Thank you. Um, I, I saw that uh, photo on Twitter. Yeah, the, the one with my... Uh, no, no. No, no, That was my... That, a was a, that was a different account. Uh, that was OnlyFans. Yeah, you saw that too, though, right? I did. Good. I pay the pre- premium subscription. You're worth it. I mean, it's only a couple of quid, you know what I mean? For what you're getting. It's a bargain. My it, output is insane. <laughs> it's value for money, that's for sure. Um, so, yeah, basically, the idea today... I guess um, for me <laughs> is uh, to just sort of pick some different bits from current events, have a talk about it, see what's going on. Jake's going to have some questions for me. I've got questions for him. Yeah, I, I thought it was something um, different. You'll get the gist of what I thought it was as we go through. <laughs> Compared to me. I d- the thing is, it might even be a case of we were both on the same page and then when I woke up this morning... You just went, decided to I go just, somewhere else. I went somewhere else with it. And I dig that. You can do that. Yeah. I think it makes for a more interesting pod, so I think we'll be all right. You know, and as the ideas man, if you wake up and you think, do you know what, we should be approaching this from two different angles, then that's yeah. the fucking way we'll approach it. Absolutely. We'll touch our tips at any angle. I would, I mean, some are quite difficult, like physically. Yeah, some are more challenging we're than older, others. We're older gentlemen than we were. They, I can't yeah. bend in that way. Doing the crap's more of a struggle now than it was it 10 years is. ago. It is, I mean, you, just honestly, it's not worth the back pain that you get for the week no, afterwards. Although sometimes oh, it can horrendous. help if you stretch it in the right angle. And that is some sage advice. For our listeners. (laughs) It can sometimes make it better. Always stretch before touching tips. Always. Especially as you get older. Hashtag truth, though. If you are going to do anything remotely experimental, absolutely stretch. I don't care how much. Do you not think that that could be a bit of a mood killer, though? I don't care how much of a mood killer it is. (laughs) Do you know what's a real necessity? Do you know what's a real mood killer? It's cramp. Cramp. <laughs> and you are an expert on that. I have first had experience. Go back and watch uh, our most embarrassing stories episode uh, yeah. to hear that story. It's all there. Yeah. Shameless plug aside, um, which one of us is going to start? Well, do you want Do you want to start or do you want me to start? Because we'll get I'll start different ideas. Like. Go. One of the things I wanted to talk about, and um, I've spoken to our football correspondent, Ash, about this. Um, and I know you have some of a relationship with it, but we, it's not something me and you have ever discussed. And that's cryptocurrency. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm a cool guy. I'm a hip guy. Yeah, but like, I'm, I mean, obviously I'm not going to... You can answer this if you like. I know previously you were invested in some cryptocurrencies and then I found out Ash was. Um, and I remember being really surprised because I didn't know anything about it. Um, and it was just something none of us had ever spoken about. Um, so what is your relationship with crypto- cryptocurrency? What do you know about it? How into it are you? My relationship with cryptocurrency is, um, I sort of wish I'd have got on it sooner, like everyone okay. does, obviously. But I kind of, I saw it on the up and I thought, let me jump in now. And see if I can make because something. it's unlikely to, I mean, it, there is a chance that it just completely tanks and crashes yeah. down but it's unlikely to do that in a, such a quick time span okay. so soon. Well, so I thought, just to interject for a moment, 
did before you jumped in yeah how, what was your knowledge level like on it were you aware of what it was the technology what it meant or did you just you know it was a thing it's going up let me a get little in. bit i mean i had like oh it was minimal knowledge okay i will admit that yeah it was so i sort of more clocked it from a market trend perspective yeah and saw that actually this thing's not going away because at first I thought it's it's, up it's and a fad or a bubble gonna, gonna, and it hasn't gone it didn't go away as quickly no. as I thought it did and the last sort of like two three years it really did go, go up. up and up and yeah, up yeah, yeah. and so I don't know maybe a year ago two years ago I was like right let me get no, it must have been a couple of years ago I was like let me get on this yeah and I haven't in like compared to my savings that I haven't invested a lot I know some people who have gone all in like their entire savings of are stocked into crypto or yeah, something yeah. similar. I didn't want to do that. Which, by the way, I would, I, I couldn't do that for anything, even a sure thing. I don't know if I could. Bet I was the doing. House. I was, do you know what I mean? I was doing the maths in my head, and I was thinking <coughs> on some of the smaller ones, which you sort of read up mm. on. You see what's got a good chance, what's not got a good chance. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, Bitcoin is the most, the the yeah. most valuable one. And I was kind of like, okay. And there's other ones. There's lo- I know there's loads. Obviously, well, the, the other big ones, Ethereum. Ethereum yeah, I know that's got, got some, different technology to Bitcoin. I've got, but I've got a little bit of Bitcoin because it was just... Oh, nice. Because it's the market. Do you have a Bitcoin or you have and a percentage no, of fuck Bitcoin? Fuck no, do I have a Bitcoin? If I had... <laughs> How much is what? I mean, do you I have saw, your, like, I saw a Bitcoin. I saw someone in a charity shop online a while ago. They posted someone had donated a load of old like video games and stuff. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. in amongst it was a CD that had like five bitcoin written on it from like fucking whenever i was like fuck me i would cash that but you'd honestly how much is a bitcoin worth at the moment roughly yeah it's a i mean the last i haven't checked i can check now the last i checked it was about 30 grand jesus because i know there's, there's been like those horror stories of people that have lost hard drives like there's one there's a famous one isn't there it's worth they reckon it's worth about 250 mil or something yeah, like that well this is the thing and like, it's I in a dump wanna, somewhere in america i didn't i didn't want to go more than i could afford to lose no obviously i think i see things like this stocks anything it's for me it's gambling you have no guarantee going in there's cert- there's obviously indicators and there's people who can read those but in general i think you see it as a gamble and you can make safe gambles or more risky ones but in that, you don't That's risk what, but then what equally, you can't when I afford. Think, when I think about the people who have gone big on it, mm. that I know and that I've spoken to, they are gamblers. Yeah. They are people that will go on it. So let me just have a little look at the current price of... I'll go away. For anyone uh, listening, uh, and not on YouTube, which you should do, by the way, uh, just go on YouTube and search... Current price of Bitcoin. Cross in the name of the episode. So current price of Bitcoin is i mean it does literally change by the second yeah, as we're yeah. talking it's twenty seven thousand five hundred ninety four pounds okay i mean again i'm not asking you to google it right now but do you have like i know the set limit isn't there of how many there are yeah i don't know what i don't know what that is because that was this this is the thing <clears throat> the reason i wanted to talk to you about it because i was interested to see your knowledge level on it in comparison to ashes because you're the only two people i've really spoken to crypto about. fair enough and I think crypto is such a big subject, we probably could easily do a full episode on it. And I'd like to get someone else on for that, perhaps like someone who's more knowledgeable. I'd say the thing that did surprise me before, sorry, is when I, yeah. before I did it, but shortly after doing it, was actually how, and it does make me question it, but I mean, like, you know, capitalism, I want to be rich, fuck you guys. Yeah, no, I it does make me question <laughs> it ethically, because it how much... Um, how damaging it is to the economy because how much it takes to mine it 
yeah. Bitcoin is something. I, I wasn't aware of that when I jumped in on it, which I am now aware of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sorry. No, no, it's fine. Because I remember when I found out you and Ash had both put money in. Now, the thing is, Ash is a different sort of person to you. And like he puts, he's willing to put more at risk yeah. than most people I know. And he's very much got an attitude of like, I, I can always make money. We're not That's necessarily, not we're not necessarily at the end, at the furthest end of the scale that you can get to. But we are you other are ends of the scale. Different. We are. I'm very You're more low conservative, risk. and there's nothing wrong with that. And Ash is a bit more high risk for my high life. risk, high, <laughs> high risk, high reward. But ultimately, like, look, man, it's his money. Do like but, it's high risk, but high reward. But mine's very low risk. We were on a road to... trip to our friend Lindsay. Shout out, Lindsay. Shout out, Lindsay. And Big love, uh, love I just Lindsay. thought, like, I'm gonna start asking him about it. But what concerned me was how little he could tell me about it. And I'm not. And then he told me how much he'd put in, and I'm. Like, Someone who's how, like, how does this conversation now compare to that in terms of I, I, how much you think I, think I, I knew going to into you. talking to you that you would definitely know more than I did um, going in, and I haven't invested in crypto by the way um, for various reasons, but yeah, um, yours is def- ours is definitely more. I feel more confident. In what you've invested, I mean, that's unfair because Ash is normally really good at picking stuff, whether he it's is gambling. Fair. He is very good. So I, I don't mean it in that way, but just based off of you seem far more competent with it than perhaps. I always look Ash at. Did. I always think you know, and Ethereum, that's not slagging off Ash. So for Ethereum, at time of recording, is about nineteen hundred quid for an Ethereum. Okay. And I think now I don't again I don't have an Ethereum either because mm. it was quite high when but I. But if you had that money sort of well, sat it, around, I was thinking it was quite high when I jumped in on it, and it was like, okay, I can't afford. a And whole the thing one. is, it has been on the downturn. Well, no, so likelihood is it's the at thing some is, point going to go back up. I could afford a whole one. Yeah, I did not want to. Yeah, I, that was beyond my. Whereas risk I have threshold. a feeling of oh. Ash would probably yeah. do that. I mean, I I actually don't, and this is the thing. It's probably, I'm probably being unfair to Ash, um, because. I've not I've not asked the personal questions of like what have you invested in? He told me roughly how much he said like he'd invested in a few different bits and pieces. Aren't yeah, sure you spread people. it. You absolutely spread it. Um, but yeah, so I might be doing Ash a disservice. It was just like I was asking him questions like so, like how is it different to uh, the stock market? And in in reality, from the research I've done, it's not too dissimilar in terms of the way it fluctuates and massively how the prices is. is yeah, it's I mean valued. one of the, and that's the annoying thing is. So I've got some. I've one of them is called um, Polygon. Yeah. Or Polymatic, in fact, I think it's called. And I always think Polygon because the Pokemon. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't matter. It doesn't that's matter. That's fine. Right? Whatever helps you remember matter. it. But um, it's Polymatic, and um, it's the the percentage wise, it's actually done really well. It's my most successful. So I I bought in at about fourteen p a share. Okay. And it's now up to about well, last I checked, it was up to about twenty three twenty four oh, wow. p a share. Nice. So. In terms of a percentage, that's great, but I've probably only got like a tenner's worth of... <laughs> so do you know what I mean? I've only gone from like 10 to 50, but, 16 and pounds. Again, and, you, and that's the risk. If I'd have put grands in, yeah, great, I'm up. But if I'd have put grands in and it didn't perform... I've, I think what I came away with when I spoke to Ash about it, because he did have knowledge about it, I don't want to say he was completely... No, no, he, know, he knows um, enough. And he, he basically said he to me, enough. it's like the stock market in a way. Yeah. He said... He just said the technology and the way it's done is different. And I was like, all right, fair enough. And since what I found out is it's it's very similar. Um, oh, I've lost my train of thought. But when I was talking to Ash, I walked away sort of thinking, well, it's being billed 
out in the ether as it's an alternative, it's a different way of doing yeah, things. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's I'm more transparent. And but from what I've seen, I don't I don't see that. No, I'm not sure I buy for that. But I just um, think like I said, I think like I said, I haven't got an Ethereum, but I think if Ethereum can climb to the level that Bitcoin has, and yeah. in theory there's no reason it can't, but if it can go from nineteen hundred pounds to to nineteen grand, yeah. On quids in, I've done really well. Yeah, but yeah. equally I've invested so little that if I come out of it with a loss, it's not going to be a huge loss. And so I'm kind of again, I'm okay with that. I'm comfortable with that. And that was sort of my issue with it as well, is if it's a way to make money more accessible or then the thing of having more to make more for me is what the old system's about and it's being billed as something new. So for you to still need a lot of money to make a lot of money, that bugs me as well. And it's it's also You've either got to get really lucky and get really early on something. And like the stock market, it's so um it's volatile. volatile it on seems what can happen more volatile, so like, to be honest. Last with you. year, in fact, two instances happened that caused it to really not tank but drop. Yeah. And they were Elon Musk, well, he was accepting Bitcoins as and Ethereum he go, as payments. He said, he he said we're not accepting anymore because of the environment. And it came issues, back down. And also, China imposed sanctions on trading of cryptocurrency. Okay. And it came down as okay. a result. So it's climbed up a little bit since. But both of those things did cause it. And so you're like, it's such a little thing. Well, and it's, it's it? just so, it is volatile. But I just, like I said, I'm only invested enough. Would you ever, would you ever consider it? No. Um, because I think it's become what it was. I don't think when Bitcoin was invented and blockchain, oh, blockchain it had, technology it had was invented. Other, no, it was. I think. It was it was meant for what they're saying. It's there for now. Yeah, it's like an alternative, an alternative to open up money for more people, to end sort of restrictions um, and things like that. But I think it's just become it started a off, mirror. It started it's off a ideologic mirror of what already exists. It started off ideologically, but it's quickly been consumed by capitalism. Absolutely, because the people with money went. Oh, there's, there's there's potential to make that. money in it, um, and like, that's fine. Um, but it feels like. It's a bit like the moment in the big short when he finds out about synthetic CDOs and the guy's explaining yeah. it to him and he's just, it's he can't believe that when that's I realised there's actually no like there's no value in any cryptocurrency really there's nothing behind it there's no um, assets so at least if I bought into Google for example which I do own shares in brilliant but there's and again not a whole there's share, value to that share in my mind parts of a share. there's assets there's people the company that, can be liquidated if if it there's goes money under. still in that physical assets whereas in crypto uh, for what it's become which is sort of an old what is supposed to be an alternative currency it shouldn't be operating like a stock but that's what it is yeah but there's no there's there's nothing there it's not tangible it's oh well tangible tangible fungible well that is that that goes on to another thing i wanted to talk about oh does it oh well no we'll leave it we'll leave it we'll leave it Um, we'll come back but yeah no it, it for me i think it is a bubble because of what they've done to it, I think what it's set out as could still function and still work. And I'd, if it was that, then yeah, I probably would invest in cryptocurrency. But I think as what it is now, I'd be too afraid of that volatility, especially when there's nothing to back it up. All it takes is just one day for half the people that own Bitcoin to go, I don't want to own Bitcoin anymore well, and it, sell it. It's, um, what's her name, you know, Kendall Jenner or Kylie Jenner have come out going, who uses Snapchat anymore? And then the company yeah, losing yeah. like $30 billion that's, or whatever. That's all it takes. And people get wiped out. Some wanks day like Elon Musk to go, who uses Bitcoin <laughs> anymore? And it's just, that's it. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, could you imagine being an investor in Tesla? It must be really difficult because Elon Musk has the ability to make you a huge amount of money or lose you a huge amount of money. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that does, I mean, I'm quite happy to leave. Oh, another thing, just while we're on crypto, fan tokens in football. Have you heard about this? No. So Arsenal were the first club to try and do it. Is it kind of their own cryptocurrency, sort of? Basic, yeah. Ideologically speaking. Ideologically. And the idea is that you get a vote or, like, benefits that come with those tokens. And there's different tier levels, like, right at the top. Um, Coincidentally, I actually go to a brothel where they give you tokens for benefits. I've been to those. That's so good. Yeah. Did you see about that? Okay, no, no. This uh, is a small... Different, yeah. Did you see about the brothel in Austria, though, last year, who offered... Um, free sessions to people who got the vaccine they came they got no, the vaccine on site and, and then got and then, and then they got in only if they got the vaccine wow I very, mean, it was very successful like as you'd the thing imagine is we've offered to do that for people to listen to this pod but it's not been that successful so either don't know why oh no me neither me neither no one's taken we're us here. up on it we're here yeah get used got to the it. oils ready um, on the table but yeah so the idea is that you get benefits from these tokens and Arsenal were one of the first clubs to try and do it. Of course they were. And I'm not sure whether they've actually withdrawn it now because they've got a lot of criticism. And I think it has been stopped because um, they, it, they're now introducing reforms and things like that that are blocking it. Because basically it was just taking advantage. And it was the advertisement that they did. They were using their players to sell it to the fans. And they said that was unconscionable. Yeah, I saw about that. I Actually, I do remember um, that. So now that's... They're now, I think... And then there's the social media companies that the football clubs are working with they're called um, fan engagement companies and in fact one our, our club crystal palace um has fallen victim to one of these fraudulent companies they're being found to just be fraudulent they just don't exist and man city got caught out by a company we've been caught out by one called iconic oh um, yes they've been advertising all over the ground yeah, yeah i never yeah. knew what that was yeah, i thought fan it was a type engagement of car. company and it was it's they're one of these companies fan that are saying that they're trying to help you sort of the clubs get into more internet-based things like cryptocurrency fan tokens and things like that to try and sell it's more basically to your like fans. it's basically like scamming an old person with the internet because they don't really fully basically, understand how it's used basically yeah um so yeah that, that that was what i wanted to talk about around crypto i don't know if you've got anything else to say on it not on crypto no no um and so the last one then about these sort of things is NFTs. Okay, yeah, NFTs tokens. are just fucking ridiculous. I love the fact <laughs> that people buy NFTs. This Beeple guy, two hundred and fifty million, he's made yeah, from no, NFTs. What I love is that people buy them. And they're like, "That's mine," and then someone literally right clicks, save image, well, and then goes, "I now also well, have your thing without spending two and a half million pounds on it." I heard this and I went, "I don't really ridiculous. understand what's going on." But you know it's yours. But it's not. You though. know it's yours. You, you have the original image. But you don't have any of the copyright to it, any rights to the image itself. You just no, own the original it's copy. It's ridiculous. Uh, and again, it's one of those things where it only has value because people say put it has value, value on yeah. it. Uh, so it's just people being stupid enough to go, I'm going to buy a picture of this gorilla that's limited edition that has a special. Then they're all hat gorillas, on. they're all cartoon gorillas. Yeah, I, I, I don't What's that get about? It. I don't <laughs> whoever invented it can only like, draw I'm gorillas. Not, I listened to a lot of Joe Rogan, but he had Beeple on it. That's and when on my I read list. the description, I went, oh, I don't know if I can do this. Once I then knew what an NFT was, I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know if I want to listen to someone talk about this for three hours. <laughs> that's on my, that's on my list. What the Joe Rogan people one? No, just Joe Rogan. Just we'll, Joe? We'll, we'll get to that. We'll no, get that's to fine. It. That's what I deliberately, I deliberately haven't picked him. Although I did think about it because we sort of had an exchange about him after the podcast last time we recorded. 
recorded. Um, but that's fine. That's crypto done for me now. Should we that's, do some okay. of yours? You'll see I've gone with this. Like, you've gone for crypto. Let's dive into it. Let's talk about it. Let's go into it's it. it. Okay. So this is, a, this is a slightly more, this is one of my more serious ponderances that I got. Go for it. Do you think now is a good time to be having and raising children if you were to have them now? And if you were to have them now, do you then think that if they had children around about your age, when they're about your age, do you think that might be a good time to then raise children when your grandchildren are being raised? Oh, it's a very difficult question. It's an interesting question because it's good, something because I've, I've had... I've I don't about imagine there'll be many interesting questions on the Since list. Since hitting 30 in particular, I've thought about it a lot. You know what, bro? Um, you don't look a day over 21. No, thank you. Oh, I did get uh, I got asked to take off my face mask the other day. To get ID'd? Went, to get ID'd. My man. Um, yeah, I've had I that I was recently. really pleased. Do you know what um, I had it for? But literally what ma- what ruined it, though, was immediately as, he, as I took oh, the mask off, like, yeah, she was like, no, nah, all right. <laughs> you've got, you got, you got um, young eyes. Apparently. Um, yeah, I got ID'd in Sainsbury's, and do you know what I was buying? The thing is, you don't look old. Do you know what I was buying? What? Lunch. <laughs> Did you buy Nothing, an energy drink or something? No energy drinks, no alcohol, no so lottery ticket. what did you ticket. want ID Fuck for? Fuck knows. <laughs> Are you old enough to be out on your own? Yeah, where's your mum and dad, kid? <laughs> oh dear! Why would oh, what? Did you show her? I didn't have any. <laughs> so no. what happened? I took down my mask, and she was just like, oh, "Okay," and I was like, "And the thing is, I know Jack. He doesn't smoke. Um, you don't drink very often, and I've, I don't think I've ever seen you drink an energy drink." Actually, right, fair enough. I have my cock out, but you know. <laughs> So she then no, wanted to know how no, old you yeah, were. Like, is this that, legal? That, she's like, that does not look like an adult penis. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was just so weird. I was like, I'm not buying is anything. Is that underdeveloped? <laughs> I didn't buy anything. It was, so, it was so weird. Wow. I, I, and you took your mask down? So what, when you said to her, I don't have ID, and she yeah, went, so I don't have ID. And take your mask no, no, down. I, I just sort of did offered it. Did you look it. at, like, what did, in the no, moment, so did just, you assess the situation? No, I only processed it afterwards, but when she <laughs> said, do you have any ID? I said, no, I don't have any ID. And then I off, I pulled my mask down voluntarily oh, wow. to kind of be like, but like do I bitch. need, you know, but do <laughs> I need it? You're like a bitch. Wow. I mean, that is not, I mean, I would have probably done exactly the same. No. And it was only afterwards that I was like processing it. I was like, what the fuck just happened? And I just get ID for nothing. <laughs> I just get ideas for existing. Oh, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. I, I forgot what we were talking about. Is it? A, do you think it's a good time to raise children? Uh, or do you think it'll be a good time to raise children potentially it, in a generation from now? It's difficult. The more politics makes me... F- not depressed, but I, it, I get more and more apathetic. I just think, there's oh, fucking nothing we can do to change any of this. The more things go under Boris Johnson and he's still in office, you're like, I, d- I, d- I don't know. At time of recording. At time, At time recording. recording. Fingers um, crossed, baby. Fingers crossed. <laughs> but it's mad. I just... And especially with how things are financially, and I don't think me and my partner are ever going to be well off. I don't think we're going to be poor, but we're not going to be well off. Um, you're going to be you're going to be on or above the poverty line. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Same as I am for most yeah. of my life. Even when my mum passes away and... I get a bit of inheritance. That's not going to rocket me up any higher than that. No. It might make me lucky enough to be able to buy my own home. But, and you know, that's amazing. That's not, but I'm not going to be wealthy. I, I have had doubts over wh- whether I do want kids. And there's other reasons to that as well. Like just, I don't like kids a lot of the time. Like we discussed it again at the end of the last podcast, the more I see of children nowadays, the less I want one. Um, 
but at the same time, what always overrides that is a desire to be a dad. Yeah, a, a an evolutionary paternal kid. instinct. Yeah, yeah. Um, as to whether it's actually a good time or not, probably not. <laughs> if you're being fair, like in what you want to raise a kid in, the environment, the way society is, the aggression out there, everything like that, probably not, no. but it, well, I think what worries me in terms of raising a kid now is the fact that we are probably, in the last sort of five years or so, reports have shown that we're more backwards in terms of acceptance of minority groups. Yeah. So particularly the LGBT community yeah. and black communities. Mm. And now, if I were to have, for example, if, if I were to, to have a child with a black woman, yeah. do I feel comfortable having a child growing up who, to the eyes of the world, is black? I, mean, I would feel more protective. They would them. have a more challenging life. And and if my child were to turn around and, and say to me they're gay or they're trans yeah. or they're bi, yeah, do you know what? I'm going to feel... I think if they'd, have, if they'd have said that to me 10 years ago, I mean, fair enough, I was only like 18 or whatever, so yeah. to, for me to have a kid who's old enough, but yeah. hypothetically, 10 years ago, the climate is what it was. Yeah. They say to me, I'm gay, for example, or dad, I'm black. <laughs> Can you imagine that? <laughs> Fuck! I never noticed. They say, um, they say, they say that. Okay, I I wouldn't think twice about it. I j- yeah. it wouldn't even cross my mind. Now, if I were to have a child in today's world and they said, "Dad, I'm gay," immediately I'm going to be worried every time they step out the door that they're going to get attacked. I'm going to be worried that when I they go online, they're going to be targeted and harassed. I think you're right. And I w- I didn't have those worries ten years ago. That's, that's weird, isn't it? I think. I think part of the reason for that is we are going through a period of change. These things are really out there in the public mindset because of, I think, particularly for the LGBTQ plus community, the trans, not issue, but like the movement, the trans movement or us becoming more aware of people that are trans. It's more in the, it's been huge. I mean, look at Jordan Peterson over the last few years. His whole career has been built off of that. that off of Jordan Peterson? Jordan Peterson. Do I know Jordan Peterson? <laughs> Jordan Peterson. For real, like, do I know Jordan Peterson? Who the fuck is Jordan Peterson? Jordan Peterson, the um, professor. What professor? Jordan, the right-wing professor. I do not know Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson. I do know, I mean, say it again. This is like my <laughs> nan. Jordan Peterson, the guy, that, the Canadian professor that's become famous, that's been on almost every talk show on the planet. Maybe if I saw... You genuinely the don't one, know who I'm talking the about. One, the only the one guy one that I've went seen. and schooled Kathy Newman on uh, Channel 4 News. I don't know. The only one I've seen is... Um, I've, have I said his name in, wrong or something? I feel like I'm no, getting the name. But it's like my, my nan used to do that. She used to be like, do you know Jill? I'm like, no. She's like, no, Jill, yeah, you know Jill. I, thought, Jill. I honestly just thought Jordan Peterson was a household Jill, you know Jill? Now. No, the only one I know is is the, 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 the transphobe Kathleen Stock. And the only reason I know her yeah. was because I'd never heard of her. Yeah. And it's got nothing to do with her transphobeness that I know her. Nec- I mean, it yeah. is, but it's not. It's the, that didn't bother me. Well, that did bother me about her, but you know what I mean? It was that she yeah. was then, I saw her on like every fucking news station for yeah. a while, every fucking radio station talking about how she'd been cancelled. And I'm like, right, uh, the fact <laughs> that I now know who you are when a month ago I didn't. Yeah. 
suggests that you very much haven't been cancelled. I mean, one thing I want to take about one, I'm going to tell you who Jordan Peterson is. He's not actually right wing, it's what he's accused of being. Right, okay. Um, and he's a Canadian professor. I can't believe you don't know this story, that I've never talked to you about Jordan Peterson before. I feel like I've got his name wrong. There's very right. every chance the halfway through I'll be like, oh, that, yeah, we discussed that. So he became famous because Canada passed a law a couple of years ago that if someone who was trans told you I'd identify as... It's self-identification law. Yeah, that you were compelled by law to call them that pronoun. And Jordan Peterson said, I refuse to do that. And this was the reason why I refused it. It had nothing to do with the trans issue whatsoever. It was because never before in our society have we ever compelled people by law to say something or the, to, to yeah, impede freedom sort of... of speech in any way whatsoever. And he then went on to say that as he was a, um, a tenured professor in Canada, that he had had trans students, um, and when they had asked him to identify them as wh whatever their pronoun was, that if he felt they were genuine, he absolutely would. You know, I don't like that if he um, felt they were genuine. Well, I think he's, <laughs> he's got a much longer explanation than I can give him credit for. Yeah, yeah, for. yeah. But I'll just, I'm just saying, just as I understand that, he's, but the, that issue is very contentious. When someone, find, someone else gatekeeping my that, identity, then, it, I then feel a little bit like. blew up. It went viral. And there was a demonstration against him at the university he worked at. And he has since gone on to do, he's, he's a touring lecturer now. And he's made millions. He's huge. I, I, genuinely a household name. Fuck that. And all you got to do is call it a minority group. We do that every <laughs> week on the pod. Do, we do that um, every fucking week on the pod. But basically, Where's my his argument millions? has been since that in some cases, and he said, I'm all for trans rights. I think we should treat everybody equally. Is that there are obviously people out there that might have jumped on the bandwagon, so to speak, or people that aren't genuine or perhaps aren't doing it for the right reasons. I don't know. I feel like they're such an oppressed group. I don't feel like you're just jumping on it for the sake of jumping on it. I think no, as soon I think as you those do numbers jump we, on I it, think you're like, fucking hell, this is a shit ride. I don't want to be on this. <laughs> and you get straight back on no, it. No, I think that's... Uh, but then there are people who are doom merchants, aren't there? There are people out there that like... I don't know. There are people like emos, people who like being an oppressed group. Oh, or... I think dyeing your hair black and listening to some <laughs> no, punk no, no, rock no, no, band no, no, is no, a little no. bit different to like fucking around with your identity no. for the sake of misery. <sighs> do you not think people out there would do that? No. Oh, I disagree. I think I there's just definitely think, like people I said, out there I think that it's would do too that. much of a tough and, and that's ride not, and I, in the current climate. I don't mean that in any way to demigrate By the way, what that's... someone who's trans must go through because I can't, um, I can't wrap my head around it because it's so foreign to me. But I can imagine it must be incredibly confusing, challenging, and all the other things. So I'm not saying any of that to demigrate what they're going through. I just mean it as an example of people will look for something to be oppressed about. I think some people do. I oh, know some that. people do look to be oppressed. Um, and I think people do go to a lot of extremes for attention. So I think you can combine those two things in one person. I think if you're going to put it down to a, to a percentage chances that you're going to run it's into very someone very who low. is going to be like that. I and that's why I would Jordan Peterson also went on to say, I have never refused to identify someone because he hadn't come across anyone like who an, he didn't feel was like genuine. An, it just feels like an unnecessary caveat. Like you could just You're probably that to right. It just feels like you didn't need to say <laughs> well, I that. I admit, the first time I ever listened to him, that was the first line I heard. And it, it, it put my back up it, when yeah, I heard it. Yeah, it you off. But I've listened to enough of him since to know what his intentions are, or at least think I know what his intentions are. Um, and if, if you were to watch anything about him now, just to introduce, introduce yourself to him, 
Russell Howard did a half an hour interview with him recently where he gets quite emotional, you get to see quite a human side to him because he can otherwise be quite a stern. I don't know, I often see quite a lot of a human side of Russell Howard. <coughs> um, you're not a fan of Russell Howard, are no, you? No, I do like Russell Howard. I think my thing, I've actually really grown on him and, and I've some yeah. of the stand-up stuff I've seen I've really enjoyed. I think when he first came through, he had this kind of... I don't think he had control of his energy. He had a lot of energy yeah. and he didn't know what to do with it a lot of the time. I think so a lot of the time it came out in ways I, that I didn't find funny. Like you, I don't think I disliked him back then. I've just got into now him that now. he's more chilled and more natural yeah i, th- I think that comes like down to a lot i think fine, he's got funny. a partner he relies a hell of a lot on and is mad and i think that's something that yeah brought but him down to earth. sorry getting back to the point what i was going to say yeah. I, fo- I followed someone on on twitter who is um the a parent of a trans child mm. and i'm always kind of i sort of started following because i was just quite interested to see what it was like from a first-hand account yeah of a of like a child going through that, and I don't want to follow a child because that's fucking weird. <laughs> it's really creepy, yeah. and you know the police have already told me off for that. I'm not to do that again. Yeah, but it's it's and actually the whole thing going on at the moment because they're just constantly being told from the outside world that they don't. And and one of the really interesting things was they had an incident at school recently. Yeah, and because this is the, so like talking about parenthood, I'm thinking if that was me as a parent, you're like fucking hell, man. I don't. I wouldn't feel comfortable in that situation. I mm. wouldn't know what to do. I feel like I'm constantly letting my child down. So the child had an incident at school. They posted about it on Twitter and sort of said, like, I'm fucking heartbroken. Yeah. We're, we're going to get through it. We're just going to put our heads down for a few days and whatever. And members of the press started showing up at their door. Like they'd managed to get their address. Okay. Off like neighbours or f- other people who are following. I don't know how. Yeah. They got an address and started showing up at the door and saying, can we speak to your child? And like get their, uh, you know, get their story and stuff. And it was interesting. She said she's. And this is a child that's. Transgendered. Transgendered. Okay. And the child said to their parents, so the child's about uh, 12 or 13. Non-binary or. No, no. One way or. Trans female. So. So It's a a young woman. Okay. And. She's a young woman. She's she's a young woman. Children are still it's. Let's not get okay, carried away. Fair here. Enough. Let's no, not get carried away. Yeah. Here. No, no, no. She's a young like a little woman. girl. She's a young woman, and um, yeah. And she sort of said, "No, I know that the media have it out for us at the moment. I know that the media have it out for people. Mm. They don't want to hear my genuine side of it. They just want to get a soundbite so yeah. that they can turn it around." And There's a narrative kind of they're going to tell about that story. So, are you? I mean, I I don't know if I have an opinion on this, but there there's obviously a debate going on at the moment about whether children should be allowed to transit. Like I transition is the right word i guess um like whether they should be allowed to have hormone replacement therapy at a young age and all these things do you have an opinion on that do you think they should be allowed to i think it it, i think allowed yes but i think how rigorous should the process be i think it should be as rig i mean at the moment i think it's if anything it's too rigorous for adults but i think it should be rigorous yeah different obviously you have to apply it differently to a child as you would to an adult i I don't know how comfortable i am with it the only reason being is my concern is more than anything the damage that they might do to their body in the process i just think i know my i know my child and i think if i I can trust my child whether they're genuinely questioning whether they genuinely are or not anyway and but also the other thing is you know attacks physical attacks on gay couples are well up yeah in the last few years Mm. and again it's like if my child turns around and says to me Dad, I'm gay, and you know this is uh, brings home his boyfriend, her girlfriend, or whatever. Yeah. 
as much as I'm really happy that they're happy You're and they're in a relationship, the under. second they step out that door, I'm absolutely terrified. Yeah. No, I think that's fair. And, and to be honest, it's something that's so foreign to me because, to be honest with you, with all of it, whether it's trans rights, gay rights, um, black lives matter, whatever it is, I'm behind all of it. I, I don't have an issue with anyone being allowed to have whatever rights I have. Like, I, they don't want anything more. They just want... And even if they did want more, I, it, it doesn't mean I have less. You know, I've still got what I've got. They're not taking anything from... And they like, just want what we've People got. just want to be happy. So, yeah. like, I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. My only concern is, like I said, I think with children a little bit, just my concern of what it could do to them mentally and physically, because I think it's a big process, obviously, um, and a huge decision. So that would be my only concern, but I can understand you I saying that own... if you, you could feel you could trust your child. Yeah, I mean... Um, and I think it's something we probably do need to take more of a holistic approach to than necessarily a, a more, I don't know, rigid approach. But right now, I I, I was I was reading, um, not reading up on it. I've I've come across it mm. apparently, and I don't know how true it is. I'm not like that clued into it. Apparently, the wait time at the moment, from you going to your GP and then saying, is it covered under the NHS? If you want to, if you're transition? on this, is it if it's under the NHS? So it's covered under it. Apparently, the wait time because there's only two clinics in the whole country that handle it. Yeah, from the moment that you go to your GP and your GP says, yeah. You you're trans. I'll sign off on that kind of thing. Even though you've you've been you've already been living as that gender for a year. Yeah. Because you have to before your yeah, GP yeah. So you've been living in that gender as a year. Your GP says, "Yeah, that's good. I'm going to approve you to the next stage." How do you prove that, by the way? I don't know. I don't know. Do you have to put like a but, post on Facebook on this date today? I'm official. Like, I, but then that's mad. Apparently, the wait time and it varies is between two and five years. Wow. Oh no, it's two years. Is that to have two a years surgery or for your first appointment with the gender clinic? Wow. So that's just to start the process. Just to start the process, and so a lot of people so what, go private. And is they that just because the off, waiting list is they, that they long? They like buy or? hormones off the internet and shit. It's because the waiting. List, it's because the service. It is, is the waiting so, list. It's not their make. Like I said, they've got they've got two clinics in the whole country. So yeah. imagine your local GP, and they're not that much bigger than is, your local GP. Is that imagine everyone in the country being yeah. filtered through? That's that. mad. That's mental. That's 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 crazy. Is that? Like I said, I'm not. Cl- I might is be Is that wrong. because Please we're still don't. early on that journey? As a, I think it's just for starters. I think it's brilliant. That's covered under. Please don't at me the by the NHS. way if I'm wrong. I think that's amazing. It's covered under the NHS, and I think that's right. It is. Is that we're not far enough far enough along that journey of investing into these things? Yeah, or, definitely. And it and it could also be we just haven't and no one wants to invest into it because it's a it's a hot topic. Yeah, I think it's I think it's definitely hot button. I think I think that's more just people not understanding. I, I'd like to think naively that it's just people not understanding. I think most people don't really care what people get up to or what they're doing with their lives as long as they're not being affected by it. They care because the papers tell them they care. Yeah. I think that's and right. The media in general tell them yeah, they care. They I don't. I think that's right. I think in general, most people are decent enough that they're like, oh, as long yeah. as they're happy, doesn't bother me. And it's always the it's always the the maddest ones are the loudest ones. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, that, I've, I've no, enjoyed that. I, I have enjoyed that. I, mean, that was, I didn't that expect that in the slightest. Um, um, because I think definitely sometimes when I talk about when when we go very quickly through subjects like that, I come across quite, I've, or at least I feel like I come across quite bumbling, and I make phrases wrong or say certain things wrong i think you pretty much got them all there to be fair not in this one i feel like I'd, I've, i'm comfortable with how i did in that but previously when we've like sort of breezed past something i feel like i occasionally make 
I can come across quite I will just say this, if you, are, if you are a member of the LGBT community and you are happy to discuss your journey please with us... Please come on the podcast. We would love to get your perspective and yeah. be educated, be schooled. Please, and we're not asking honestly, you to represent the whole community. No, no, but your but just experience. To, just to your experience. talk to you about it. Um, yeah, so move on. What have you got? I, I, I don't know where be... to go from there. I don't really know. I was going to talk about Boris, but I think we've talked long enough about other stuff that I could... We can side. We, we, we can, can that. go past that. Um, I wanted to talk about COVID briefly just to be like, are you, do you feel safer now? Like, do you feel like we're coming to the end of it? I mean, I do feel like we're approaching the stage where it is becoming a little bit more mild. But having said that, I don't want to then feel like I'm saying to those with various disabilities and not to ailments be careful. to be going... No, fuck you, I'm all right. So, you know, <laughs> you can... Oh, I don't care if you're living in a hole for mm. the rest of your life. I'm all right. Mm. Uh, I don't want to be that. So I am aware of there is still lines to be drawn. I'm still taking precautions. Look, I still... I'm still wearing a mask when I'm on public transport. On public transport, I wear a mask in when, a shop. I'm, when, I'm, when I'm at work. I generally don't wear a mask, but it's on my wrist. And if I ever get close to someone, or you if I'm going to be close to someone, or if there's a busy area and I've just got to go through it, I pop it on. At first, I hated masks, and I still don't like them. No, I don't, I I've don't like them. I've just got completely used to wearing them, doing long shifts, wearing... But my little bit does a little bit for... It does a no, big bit for an, someone, potentially. Like, so like I'm not 100%. currently vaccinated, not, not for, like, weird... Well, at least I don't think they're weird anti-vax reasons. More laziness, I guess, than anything. Um, and a weird invincibility complex, um, which is just mad, but it, it's not anti-vax reasons. But I, I just feel like, in case I am carrying anything and I don't know, wearing a mask in a shop or on a bus it's when I'm really close to it, it's not a big deal. I will probably still wear one at work. Do you work. feel comfortable with it? Do you feel comfortable with where we're at with it? Uh, I was a little bit concerned at the timing of... Removing masks from oh, shops. It had nothing to do with the science. It had no, it didn't. To do with career politics. Yeah, absolutely, and that that concerned me. And I would probably but in public health. If anyone was listening career, to me, yeah. which I advise you probably not to. I would still, I mean, if you're going in a shop and on a bus or something like that, or getting in a cab, I'd wear a mask. Um, yeah, I just think it's sensible, and I've, I think probably masks are going to be far more. Like I remember before COVID, you and I'm look. I'm not saying this to be racist. They were always Asian people you would randomly see out and about wearing a doctor's mask or a face mask or something. It's been, yeah, that's um, It was very rare. It was very rare. And like I said, it was normally an Asian person I would see wearing one. Um, and I remember just thinking, how mad is that? Whereas now it's become such a norm in our lives that I think it will still be something people will carry on doing for the foreseeable future. Some people definitely, 100%. Um, but yeah, I, th I think we probably are coming, not maybe not to the end of it. I think we're definitely past the peak, I'd imagine, by now. Um, and it was when I was listening to an actual scientist, don't ask me their name, but they said that like Omicron was the, by far the fastest spreading variant we've had so far. But they said in general in these situations, the more spreadable something is, usually the less dangerous it is because something in the science means usually the more dangerous a virus or something is, the less transmissible it is. Well, the thing is, it's, if you think about it logically, if you're a, a parasitic thing that you, yeah. you need to st attach to something else to live, you yeah. kill everything you go on to really quickly. Well, you're not going to spread that quickly. No, you're not no. going to live that quickly. So then normally so if something's spreading faster, it just by, it just means it's not as dangerous. So I think we've got to the stage now where we're probably in the driving seat now with it. 
and that's despite having who we have in charge. And I think that that's, and I'll give them credit, we definitely have done well with the vaccine rollout and things like that, but we've got a hell of a lot wrong. But I've, I would be fair to say that I, I would say we've done a decent job at spreading the vaccine quite quickly. I disagreed in the orders of which we did it for certain people. I think we prioritised the wrong people. And that's a really harsh thing to say, but I just think we did. Um, but yeah, I think we're safer than we were. Fair enough. Um, I've got to touch on this one then because I've got I've got a few here, but obviously I appreciate we're probably not going to get through all of them. Perhaps we no. could do a second one, a part two, and get through the rest of these. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I've, I, I have got some like deeper questions that I'd like to ask in the podcast. We'll do, it. At some we'll, point we'll do a part we two. We'll do a part two. There yeah. you go. I've promised it. I've said it. I, and because I said it earlier, I've got to touch on it. Um, the Joe Rogan, Neil Young, Joni Mitchell thing. And now Taylor Swift, apparently, potentially. And, Her and fans are more. calling for her. And a lot more. I know how I feel about it. <laughs> the question I would ask you is how many Joe Rogan podcasts you've watched? No, and that's fair. And in full, none. Yeah. But I would say this. I have seen, I do think it's never, never mind about Joe Rogan and what he does and, and mm. how seriously you take him. I do think never mind Spotify who who put him up, but yeah. him as a as a presenter, and I realise part of his thing is just saying whatever fucking shit comes into his head and I, getting I, I, some I, things on it. Maybe, but no, not yeah, not what comes into his head, but saying stuff that he knows is going to split a room because that's what gets people talking. That's what gets people clicks up. He is a bit of one of them, and I know, um, I know you, I know you, you can ab- to, because you're. A, I a don't think. I think he does you that. See a bit beyond but that. I think the reason behind it isn't. I don't think that's what it is. I think he does it more to be the devil's advocate in the room to but get more information. My point on is, he has said some dangerous things, and I've seen Arguably. the clips. And I've he's, seen. He's the got quotes. things wrong. No, um, but there's getting things wrong, and then what hasn't happened. Unless I'm, and I might be wrong on this, but from the reports I'm reading, I'm very much not, yeah. is that there's been no additional information put out by him to say, I made this claim, I was wrong to make this claim. The science well, has since revealed. And also, he's quoted some absolute bullshit studies. There were two studies that he quoted in a I've, clip I've, that I watched, and he went, Look, these studies are yeah. proving this, and it was with COVID stuff. Yeah. And if you actually look at the studies, yeah. Like, they have been written off by peers mm. for being too biased. Literally, both studies were struck off because all the peer reviews said, well, you've, you've actually manipulated the study to reach your hypothesis yeah. rather than putting it out there. The whole point of a scientific study is you have a hypothesis and yeah. then you go and try and disprove it. Mm. You don't try and prove it, you try and disprove it because if your hypothesis is true and yeah. it's right, it'll hold up. Yeah. These studies have been written off for doing the opposite. They were like, you've manipulated your data to try and prove your hypothesis. I don't know if you watched it. He did a like a brief nine minute video um, saying he got stuff wrong. Um, I can't remember the exact words. He definitely said that at one point. I remember seeing that. Yeah, little and uh, he said he's been guilty of not researching things enough, and he's not had enough people on to counter some of the people that he's talked to. Um, but I think I don't think his problem is impartiality. I think his problem, for me, is like I said, it's okay to for, it's okay to say those pro- things. The problem with this situation overall is for me his size doesn't match what he's producing if you get what so what he's producing isn't meant to be as big as it is no and i said and that's not what he's i don't think there's any episode he walks into in my opinion from what i've listened to where there's any aim 
or an end goal in that episode beyond trying to find out certain things or to have a conversation with someone. No, listen, as I said... As and then again, at the same time, you were saying about the studies he pulls, like he does pull up a lot of stuff. But it, from what I've heard of people that have gone there, that have gone on to other podcasts, you go into a podcast for someone like, I've only just started watching a Whitney Cummings, or it, yeah, yeah, like like Logan Cummings. Paul. They have no, anywhere I mean, from between 5, 15, 20 people but yeah, yeah, working on the, on the podcast. On the research doing On it, Joe right. Rogan, it's Joe Rogan and a guy called Jamie who yeah, works no, a computer like, I, for him. So my argument is I don't think he is at... I think people are misinterpreting what he's trying to do or I think because of the number of people that watch it, there's a responsibility that automatically goes with that. And that's my point. And I don't think he's had ever adjusted his podcast and to reflect that level of responsibility. I think, as, as I said at the time... I, I, th- I, def- I think he definitely needs to do more in terms of his research. I think he, he's far too quick to pull things up to support what he's saying. As I was implying at the top, um, even if you take Joe Rogan for what it is and you go, well, yeah. of course I'm not going to listen to scientific advice from fucking podcast man. No, and the thing is, He'll say that, like, he'll, he'll be saying whatever about science or about COVID, but he will keep saying throughout the conversation, you really probably shouldn't listen to me, but the, I'm a fucking but meathead. The, but the fact is, um, it's beyond his control, but the fact yeah. is, he has got a huge audience. He does. And he has a responsibility, and the team have a responsibility. I, the only reason I agree with you with that now is because he's taken the money from Spotify, because he's happy to take the reward Yeah, and if size. he was doing it for free... Or even if it was just on YouTube, and all he's receiving is the ad revenues. Yeah, I would have. I would disagree with you because he hasn't. Yes, he's getting paid for it, but now he's signed a deal with an entity. I think that definitely um, makes it worse. The fact that he's. De- and I, I think I it definitely think adds more responsibility to it because he's been Spotify, paid enough money that if he wanted to research things more or put more effort in, he absolutely. They've obviously could. paid him for a reason because he's their flagship. Yeah. Man, he brings people. I, I, Therefore, they have a responsibility because you're not just talking talking about public health. Yes, and it's been through the biggest public health crisis we've had ever since AIDS. For the last hundred in our living memory. Then it's probably the in famous. our living memory. Yeah, um, but the worst pandemic in a hundred years. So you know, and the fact is, I, I think definitely he probably should have been more responsible over what he was I saying. I appreciate it. Would be like us, I think it would be like us blowing also, up overnight. <laughs> but there has to come a point where we when look you at start each other and go, responsibility for dude, what yeah. millions of people listen to this podcast. We have to be more responsible about what we're putting out there. Yeah. So I, I would probably... And I would employ a fact checker. I don't think we're far apart I would on employ it. a fact checker. I just think, because I'm a fan of Joe Rogan, and that definitely biases me to it, um, but like it's something I've watched so much of that I feel like... Not that I know Joe Rowan, that sounds like a really wanky thing to say, but I know enough of him to feel like I know that he's I don't think any I don't think any intentions people put on to his actions or lack of action or lack yeah. of I don't think that's there. I just think it's been naivety and being irresponsible. It's probably f- the fair way yeah. to put it. But I don't think <sighs> What they're doing now is the right way to, to try and de-platform. But also, I understand from the you know one of the key things that's been brought up, and I'm sure you're aware of this, is that Neil Young, who was the first one to do it, and then Joni Mitchell, who was mm. the second big name to support it. Yeah, both of them are polio survivors. Okay, so both of them, in their younger years as children, mm. were hospitalized for a very long time. Yeah, and I don't know how close to death either of them came, but they were in you hospital can imagine for they a long great. time. 
and they both suffered from something that was then cured by a vaccine. Yeah. And so to see people turning down a vaccine because some guy has carelessly thrown out information, and I appreciate you're saying, you know, mm. it's, he's he's bigger than he should be kind of thing. He's bigger yeah. than he's playing to. He's yeah. playing to a room this big, and actually yeah, it's, yeah. it's an amphitheater kind of thing. But I, I because think they're seeing people turn down the vaccine because of what something mm. careless that he's saying, it's like yeah. their point naturally is to spot to go, this is dangerous. I don't... If that had happened when we were kids... I don't think he's ever... He's definitely alluded to saying things like... Not alluded, but he said things like someone who's young and healthy, you know, that's really fit and looks after themselves probably doesn't need to worry about getting the vaccine. They're healthy enough that if they got it, they'll be all right. He said things like that, but I don't think... But he went further on that topic... Did he? I mean, I've... he went further and said that again. I've watched the I've watched clips of that. So okay. he said that in the clip where he's saying that someone who's young enough and fit enough. Because I'll be honest with you, because of how Big crazy COVID has been, I tend Avoid not to watch COVID his stuff. COVID no, stuff. And that's why. So that's why. No, I'm, he I've actually not... said on that topic. He said that actually the vaccine would do more damage okay. to a young fit yeah, person. Yeah, right, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't agree with that necessarily. I mean, I've got reservations about the vaccine in terms of long-term implications just because I can't wrap my head around because I'm stupid. I don't, I'm not in, an intelligent person like someone who could create a vaccine, for example. How you can measure the long-term effects of something without watching the long-term effects of something, there's probably a very good explanation for that. But I can't wrap my head around it. Um, so, like, that's my issue with it. But, yeah, I think with Joe Rogan... Like I said, I think people have misinterpreted what his intentions are. I think he's been irresponsible. Um, I think he's definitely been misunderstood. But I don't like... I'm against deplatforming in general now, whether it's for someone who's a far-right politician or someone like Alex I don't Jones. Want to see what, I don't want to see even, even the really big... Just because of what it means for free speech. He, he I don't said, want to see anyone What I would say is he said now, he's put his hands up and said, going forward when we deal with these things, we're going to do better, basically. But that's it. And I think it's not um, just it's not just on the people. I think it is on, particularly if you're going to pay someone, like Spotify have with Joe Rogan. Yeah. But even if you're not, if you're, if this is your platform, if yeah. we are YouTube, for example, yeah. and people have, we're uploading, we're like, you can upload whatever you want. Mm. We do have a responsibility to make sure that even though someone can put up whatever they want, you know, like um, social media does now, where it mm. has a little information thing that says, warning, you know, this video has been fact-checked and maybe yeah. we have well, a Well, maybe they should start putting... I think he said they're going to put disclaimers on his videos for those sort of subjects now. And I do think that's that's what it is. It's just about having taken responsibility. Yeah, that, I, I, I don't have an issue with that. I, th I think it's just a case of he's reached a level with podcasting that podcasting was never intended to have. Podcasting was supposed to be a small medium for sort... Like Ricky Gervais did it. He was like the first one that went big. I don't think it was ever meant to be a 60 million viewer a week industry. No, but... Um, and I think it, I think more, I think the first person through the wall gets it worst every time, and I think he's the biggest podcaster in the world. He's... I know, we run him a close second. <laughs> yeah, we're not far off. We're, we're, not we're, far we're, off. we're nearly there. <laughs> yeah, we're nearly on that Joe Rogan money, please. Um, that would be lovely. Um, but... It's a, it's something I've been listening to recently. Is about sort um, people from history and um, sort of going over their lives and the evil and the genius parts of them. And like when someone smashes through the ceiling of something, nine times out of ten, 
there's going to be a point where they burn in flames because they just get so much shit wrong. And I think that's a little bit of that. I think it's, I think it's, yeah, taking more responsibility. I think that's fair. I think that's what I think that's what it comes down to. I don't yeah. know if I necessarily agree with what you've just said. Obviously, yeah, I do agree that people, the first ones through the gates, mm. are the ones that you know, the first ones. To fly. I think he's just with the saying, the yeah. first bird to fly gets all the arrows, and I do agree with that. And also, he but has such a wide variety of people on as well. There's a, there's even more exposure to risk. Yeah, I do. do but you know I, what I, mean? I think that's what it comes down to. Is he was operating as if he's me and you doing it out of a bedroom or a dining room or yeah. whatever. And ultimately, he was operating it like it was day one. He's getting millions of, and he has a responsibility. Yeah, there's an editorial responsibility. It's the wrong phrasing, probably, but you get what I mean. You can say whatever the fuck you want in the podcast. You can still pod like it's day one podding. Put a fucking disclaimer on it to to say, do not listen to any of the shit I'm coming out with. Between that and editing and putting it out on the biggest platform, there's a responsibility. I thought it was a little bit unfair, also, just to delve back into it slightly, was the ivermectin thing, because I found that all quite funny. Oh, him saying How that big that an issue that, that Well, no, he never said it cured it. He just said it has certain beneficial properties to it. But, uh, but the, the, what they spun the... was that it was just a horse uh, dewormer. When it's not, it is used for humans no, as well. No, but one of the one of the studies he pulled was one of the ones that got slated. Oh, I by, can imagine by peers as yeah. saying, "Well, you've absolutely manipulated <laughs> it." The study that's not a fair study. Well, I don't think he's manipulated. But it is I think moved. he's just pulled up a no, shit. No, no, the study he example. pulled. No, no, the study yeah. he pulled. Yeah, he pulled up a but bad I don't, example. Like, I don't think any of these studies that he pulls up are ones that they've looked up beforehand. It's just what Jamie's found in the five minutes since they started yeah. talking about it. But that's where the so but I think now what it will from. change is we will now get that they will pull up studies and stuff that they found that they've actually had to look into and check has been credited and not de- you know debunked and whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I think I don't think me and you are actually as far on the issue as you think we are. I don't think we're that far no, at all. No, um, I think we both agree that there's a, there is a response. And also, I like to think I'm open enough. Like, I think I've been quite fair on it. I've tried not to be too biased. I think I've defended it's him, between obviously. Between the two of us, one of us is going to get invited one day to interview on Joe Rogan, and one of us isn't. I think he'd have you on, I, like in terms of if we were big enough to get on Joe Rogan. I'd love to go, um, on, I'd love to go on and do like one of those Elon Musk, Snoop Dogg things, just go and get high. Yeah, and the thing is, I'd probably call him a cunt. I probably would. I don't think you. I don't think if you sat and watched, there's one. Uh, t- one the other I would thing, tell though. you to watch. One I would tell you to watch. You like? Do you like Kevin Smith? Uh, I love Kevin Smith. He's yeah. he's been on it a couple of times. I'll find the episode I really like. I imagine that episode's like six hours long. I love Kevin Smith. No, it's like fr- it's like three hours. But this is the but other there's thing, a moment. Right? that's really nice in it that I think might warm you a little bit to him. Let me ask you this very, very quickly yeah. because this goes on to it because I know you and I differ on this. You're a fan of the long form podcast. Yeah. I don't like being into anything that long. Okay. Um, that's why all my sex sessions last five <laughs> minutes and under. <laughs> do you think, <laughs> do you think movies are too long these days? Yes. Because whatever happened to when we were uh, growing up, actually, you used I think to I answered get, that too quickly. I because don't... when we were growing up, like not all movies, but what Depends happens is dramas, dramas used to be like two hours plus. Yeah. But you used to get family movies and action movies and For comedies an that would be anywhere from 70 minutes to 90 minutes, like sometimes just yeah. over an hour. Normally, and it's fine. I would, ex- just I would have expected a normal film that wasn't a blockbuster or something dramatic, I would expect an hour and a half at the most. And but now they're all like two and a half hours yeah. minimum. Yeah. So, yeah, you agree. I know you said you answered too strong, but... I still think I still think films can be that long. Yeah, but I do think 
I think like, for comedies, fuck off. They don't, you don't need, need to be, be that two long. And a half they don't need to be that long. long. No. It's like, oh, we've got to fit more in. It's like, no, bro, if you're, you know, just run it at an hour and a half, man. Get over it. Yeah, I, I think even with podcasts, I think it depends on the subject. There's some subjects we do where I'm like, we could probably just get away with doing half an hour on that. Because that's but one of the things that puts me off Joe Rogan is the long form of it. It's like, I'm yeah, not listening to anything. Yeah, just watch I'm not listening to anything that's like three hours long. That's no, just not I have sat and watched a few of his start to finish not not sat and like sometimes i physically watch it i guess but other times i might be doing stuff and listening to it but yeah i could it's not for me that no that's that fair. kind of media consumption no it is for me i like things with more depth and no. i don't mind depth but i think i think it is part of the no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go into I think like maybe diagnosing part of myself it for me is but i like i like connection and what i like what i don't like is when you watch these 10 minute interviews with a celebrity where I learn nothing about them. I think what, um, what I am is, far more. I like, and I'm nosy. I want like. So if he has someone like Snoop Dogg on three hours, amazing. I get to learn three hours worth of shit of Snoop Dogg. Do you know what I, I mean? I think for me, it's it's, and I realise I'm saying this as someone who literally tangents and rambles his way through a thing. And listen, there'll be people. If anyone listening to this who is in the right profession, they will undoubtedly be diagnosing me but as we speak. I don't think you wouldn't. But get I think along with Joe Rogan. I think by the for way. me, no, no, I probably. I I think for me. It's a it's an efficiency thing. When I listen to something that's three hours, and even when I watch films, and some some films that I really enjoy, are that long, I'm like that story could have been told efficiently yeah. and effectively. You wouldn't have lost any of the heart, the humour, or the emotion. I think that's just that down, story could have been told in like an hour and a half, yeah. and therefore because it could have been told an hour and a half, I'm like, why the fuck did I sit through an extra mm. three hour, an extra hour and a half? Oh, they definitely tangent on things. And it's like the same. I know, and they tangent, and we tangent. But for me, I'm like everything that you've just spoken about there could have been done. In an hour, I think it, one of the things could be as well. We, at our end of the spectrum financially, the amount of spare time available is much less. Um, I don't think that's it, though. I do think it is a case of like for me because I'm not just talking about you. Just podcasts, like things to be more anything, succinct, and because I'll I will listen to something and I'll watch something, and one of subconsciously, I'm not even consciously thinking about it or actively trying to break it down in that way. Yeah, but subconsciously, my brain will go, I could have shaved. 20 minutes off that I could have shaved 10 minutes off that you know without losing okay. any of the any of the you know for example if I'm watching a uh, film mm. I'm looking at it and going okay I completely get the core aspect of it I get the heart the mm. humour the the people the characters all the context you need for the characters all the context you need for the jokes and the story Yeah, I could have done all that and I reckon yeah. I could have shaved 10 minutes off it 20 minutes off it that's I fair. Know, no, that's I, just I, how I, I watch think, things. And therefore, I, think, I struggle to watch long-term things because no, I'm think always watching them. We're the complete opposite in that regard. I didn't need it to be that long. I, I, like for me, and I think it's where Joe Rogan resonated with all the podcast itself did, was it very quickly felt like, for me, what conversations me and you like when we used to go for mandates at a coffee shop and that's what started the podcast. Yeah. Was having discussions where you just... You know, you were just trying to figure shit out. Yeah, you'd, just and riff. you'd stumble and you'd say yeah. stupid shit. And for me, that's exactly what Joe Rogan is. Um, and that's why I like it. But obviously, everything we've said before on that, um, it's fair. But yeah, I just, no, I love longer form stuff. So we're just very different. In we are so different on that. Like I said, I'm always, I, I like I said, it's not something I'm actively trying to do, but I'm constantly thinking, yeah. didn't need so to like, do that. What if, what if I said to you, like, look, mate, we're going to do a free hour crossing sword special we're getting alex and ash in we're gonna go over all this shit like how would you feel about doing that there would have to be enough in the notes yeah, yeah. before we sat down to do it, it that so i you, think you, we, you wouldn't want to risk us i think we like could just f- running out of room 
sort of like running out of topics. And no, there would have to be enough in the notes for me to justify really? a three-hour. Oh no! Sitting. See, I I would risk. I would. I tell you now, I'd risk going into a three-hour podcast with nothing. With nothing, particularly with like you, Ash, Jake, and Alex. I have faith. I mean, I'm one of them. That at the very yeah. least, it'd end up. I'd 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 have that sort of podcast. We're all having a beer or a drink. Yeah, you know, it has to be relaxed. Yeah, I'm all for that. Um, you know, I'd want it to be a night at a pub. Like that's what I'd, like, it, I would, just, and I'd need it would be see. old stories, and we'd end up talking about how shit Southern Rail are. It would be absolute madness and bonkers, and I just yeah. I'd need to see enough to, to. You can bring your notes as well to that if you like. Need to be enough to warrant a three-hour podcast. <laughs> Mate, I'll tell you what, we'll try a two-hour one. You I'll before tell you what, a three-hour, we'll, we'll ease next, you in over the next couple of series. I think you that should be your challenge to try and convince me to do longer for to the do thing a, is, one, I don't, just I, one I, I, yeah one just that's one fine. really long one okay because even right now if you say we're just going to do one it's like no do you know what no. I would do I would tell you this is the subject we're doing right and then I'd get the others here or like at least Ash I'd at least bring Ash in and we absolutely still do the subject I've told you we're doing but we're just gonna I'm just gonna say to you by the way you're gonna be here an extra hour and <laughs> thing is, like, um, and, would, and you're just gonna be like, <laughs> I would walk. <laughs> I would say what I needed to say on the no, back, and then that, I'd be out. I know that wouldn't work with you. I'm gonna have to prepare you for it, and because I would walk. It's gonna take. Oh, I reckon it might actually take a year to get that done. I think you can try. Yeah, you can try. Yeah, I've, I reckon if we could organise it that we had enough mics and everything and headphones and have we could do it here because we've got the space in You've the got room. The table. Um, and I'm the rich one. I actually like You're that. the one with the big I've table. I've just come out with that out of nothing. I like the idea of now having Ash and Alex on. And just riffing for three hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just can't face three hours. Maybe not three hours. We'll start at two. I mean, the idea of starting at two is just fucking insane to me. <laughs> what I would suggest is to aim to have an hour's worth of content in notes. If that makes you feel comfortable. That's like saying And to, then an hour of riffing. That's like taking a virgin... Getting out this, <laughs> getting out this mammoth fucking dildo. I don't like, need to do we'll that. start at this little one, and you're like, "That's not little. That's not little. That's huge. Look at the size of it. That's never going to go up inside of me." That's the and whereas the episode, you're like, "Oh, look at these, look at these bigger ones." <laughs> and I'm sitting here like, "Longer episodes. How do you have longer episodes?" But you've done well today. We've hit an hour. Yeah, no, we've done we've done very well, and like we've got enough to do that, and there's justification for it, and we've. We did a two or three where I wasn't expecting to go into them. As no, much and as we're, we did. we've actually and missed out on the subject to. I would like to have talked about, but we'll do that in part two. We'll do it in part two because uh, we haven't got time now. I'm not going to push Jake in this episode. Mm, Although not. I actually reckon with the way we're actually going this evening, we could easily. I, I hit think I could because I've uh, still got because I've still got some to go. Um, but I'm not going to push you on that today. I think I think you've done quite well. Uh, so it guys, so patronised. No, he's not patron patronising at all. I think we can get to patronising, and we will. Um, In our three hours, sort of, we'll cover it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but guys, you can find us, and it will be on the screen as always. Um, and the reason I do that gesture is because I actually get a kick out every time I do every the editing. Every time you sync it up. To sync it with the hand gesture. Um, but you can find us at sourcing... <laughs> sausage crawds, I just said. Uh, so <laughs> Someone's got dinner on their minds. I'm <laughs> not even having sausages for dinner. Swords Crossing on Twitter. Uh, crossing swords underscore podcast on instagram crossing swords on facebook and you can email us please email us we want your thoughts your opinions your ideas 
your questions, anything really, just email us at crossingsword19 at gmail.com. Yeah, and especially um, if you are, we've obviously touched upon if you are, LGBT stuff yeah. and crypto stuff. If you are... If you're black. <laughs> I know, seriously though, I would yeah. love to... Especially I'd love in, to... In, that in sounds the such climate, a weird sentence I would love to, say, to understand the, the lived experience of a black person in this country yeah, right now. Um, absolutely. And it's one of those things where um, thing that's is, my new go-to saying. I feel saying, just saying, saying that sentence, which is mad, isn't it? Oh, I don't. I feel quite fine no, with I, it. I, no, no, I get I've, it. The problem is, I get nervous Also, by the subjects. way, I'd like to, if you, if you are Jewish, I'd like to get okay. you on and discuss, um, you know, this David Baddiel's new book. Okay. That he's put out in the last couple of years. Now I haven't read it yet, okay. but I get the gist of it, and I've seen him talk about it enough, and the idea. Yeah. Of it, and I'd love to talk about that with someone again, with the lived experience of Why a Jewish not? person. I'm and up again, for that. not like I'll an, be when I say Jewish, I don't mean an actively religious. But Jew, someone from that background. But someone who is of the Jewish race, and that's a controversial thing to say potentially. But that's no, the but it could be thing. someone who comes thing. from a Jewish background that doesn't practice. And non-practice it, but Jew. Yeah, yeah, someone who has knowledge and experience and of ab- that. Absolutely, and so any of those, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at crossingswords19 uh, at gmail.com. Yep. Because we really do want to And we're on YouTube as well. Just search Crossing Swords and the name of the episode. Also, the link is in the description of the podcast. And if you do go over to YouTube, like and subscribe. Yeah, please do like and subscribe. It means a lot to us when yeah. we see, you know, just one person ticking in. It's a really big thing every time yeah. a new person joins. But yeah, the numbers are doing well at the moment as well. So thank you for that. Uh, Thanks they're for looking listening. promising. And we're always. I tell you what really blew my mind. I haven't actually talked to you about this yet. We've sex, had over nearly two hundred downloads from San Jose, California. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, Someone in San Jose. Either, and the thing is, we've released about sixty odd episodes. So there's either one person listening to the episodes repeatedly, or there's multiple people I like in San to Jose. Think, I like to think we're on a sex playlist. Could you imagine? It's my voice. It's got to be oh, mine. Oh, bro, why the fuck would you, like, Guys, why would you attack me like we're that? we're doing a part. That's a good bit of fan engagement right there. Whose voice would turn you on more? Oh, no, 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 it's prefaces. Whose voice would you rather listen to in the in background while you're yeah, having yeah, yeah. sex? Um, you know, this is a gun-to-your-head question. If you had to listen to either me or Jake talking in the background while you're having sex, now, to be who fair, would it be? The police have said that we should stop going around putting guns to people's heads and um, asking them about the podcast. <laughs> it's a uh, now the thing is the difference now is we're not actually using a gun no but again equally arguably that's I, I, to be honest i wasn't using a gun before i was just using my penis and the police said that was equally as unacceptable just as loaded it's just as dangerous just, exactly if that goes Especially off, if i turn quickly if that goes off in your face forget about it <laughs> you know, what I mean? okay? you, know you know you look like a ghost and you're dead yeah absolutely <laughs> And guys, on that note, genuinely forgot what we were talking about. I just got this image. We of were you, just saying goodbye. Just got this image to be of you violently ejaculating onto people that we're bullying into giving us answers about the podcast. <laughs> oh, we we're talking about the sex playlist. Yeah, which just, one of I, us? I, I just like the idea that we're on a sex playlist, and someone's just like, "Oh, hello. I don't think we are though." I just think we're starting to get more someone, popular, which is lovely. Someone sort of like, "Hey, baby." It's play on a Crossing Swords episode, and they're like, if you are the person from San Jose, California, listening to the episodes, or multiple people, just lie to me. Say we're on the sex playlist. Please lie to me. Yeah, we'll do a poll as well. But yeah, if you're from San Jose, California, write in. Give us some questions. Give us some ideas. It's amazing that we've got some listeners in America. Someone comes in, someone hits play on the old Crossing Swords podcast, and they're like, hello, guys, I'm Andrew. And they're like, oh, I know what's happening here. You (laughs) hound dog. All right, I'll, I'll get my clothes off. The, the funny thing is... I'll get the, I'll get the lube. 
like we started off this podcast for it to i don't know why we actually named it crossing swords looking back because it was the best name we had we pretty was, much started, uh, it was, we started i know with actually i know why we, we chose that it was our band name if we started a band yeah um and so then we just transferred it also to the podcast. because i really love the idea of doing a youtube just... acoustic covers session called <laughs> under the covers <laughs> crossing swords under the covers we should still absolutely do that yeah we still should if yeah. you in fact we'll do that as a poll as well you do you think we should start a band finally to the someone let me bring the guitar no one lets me bring my guitar session. anyway to the two-hour session you can bring i'm in up. i'm already in you've sold me that's all you needed to say yes. shit bro that's what you had to say yeah we got that's bring it. my guitar we'll go for five hours well, mate, i'll do an encore the, yeah i'm a, mate we can all sing wonderwall just again and again yeah <laughs> the only song I know i'm sure play. you know other songs i'll be like i'll do that do you know la bamba i do not know la bamba oh learn it but i imagine it's pretty straightforward <laughs> Right, we might actually get uh, copyrighted for that. So on that note, um, I think we should say goodbye. I think we should. Bye, guys. It's been good fun. We hope you've enjoyed this because there is a part two I've coming. This. If you haven't enjoyed it, <laughs> tough shit. There's a part two coming. It, it's funny. Every Suffer through. Just one final thing I would say is um, it's funny. Whenever I'm nervous that, like, because I had a feeling we'd probably come into this with two different sets of ideas because we do that quite often. Really um, I, Whenever I get nervous about that, I tend to enjoy that pod the most by the end of it for some reason. It just goes in directions. Because the expect. mix of the two is always quite, yeah. Yeah. Different. So yeah. So yeah, I've enjoyed it. So see you Me soon, too. guys. Bye, guys.